0: Hey, hey sweet sister. If you are looking for a relatable Christian that is imperfect, non-judgmental, and she's real and raw, but she also lays some truth bombs down for you and she's super loving all at the same time also really really freaking passionate about making sure that we grow in our faith together we grow in our fitness journeys together and we become more disciplined in each of them this podcast may be for you and i'm super excited to spend some time with each other here i'm just so blessed and so honored that i get to just sit down and just be like girlfriends sitting at a coffee table together or at my kitchen table having a cup of coffee and just enjoying talking life talking fitness talking faith how to grow in all those things and discipline together. And I am just so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Hey, sis, again, happy, happy Wednesday. So today we're gonna talk about something and I suggest if you are not driving or you are able to take notes, have a pen and paper right by you or a pencil and paper, whatever you choose, or if you take notes on your phone, I highly suggest doing that today. I have some steps and things that I want you to write down just as reminders for today's episode. Um, but today I'm gonna be talking about my sexy quote-unquote air quotes secret on how to do it all. I have gotten this question a couple different times in my inbox over the last couple years, uh, multiple times I should say, Um, and they're just like, I just don't like, how do you have all this energy? How do you do it all? How do you have two kids? How do you do this? How do you be a wife? How do you clean the house? How do you, how are you mentoring and guiding and coaching and and all the things you're doing and now podcasting? and, And just recently, surprise, surprise. Um, I wasn't going to announce this till Friday's episode um, for the bonus episode, but I did just accept a position um, back in nursing, just PRN. um, So that's even less than part-time. For the time being, it may be one to two shifts a week. Um, I don't really know how that's going to go. I'm kind of letting God guide that on however he decides that that's going to be, but I'm adding another thing in. So Again, people are like, how in the world are you podcasting, doing like this Lace with Grace community, this online Lace with Grace community and mentoring women? And and now you're going back to nursing and you're a mom of two and you're one of them has autism and you're a wife. And how are you doing all the things? How are you perfecting all the things? And here's the thing. Here's my secret. Do you want to hear the secret? I don't. I don't do all the things. It may look like I do all the things, but you need to remember We are not. We are not. We are not superwomen. Like as moms, every mom is a superwoman. Okay, but like I'm just saying, you need to make sure you have the mindset that you are not gonna hit everything perfectly. If you are on a health and fitness journey and you are putting that much pressure on yourself, and you're like, listen. I need to hit my nutrition perfectly. I still need a mom perfectly. I still need a wife perfectly. I still need a career perfectly. I still need to hustle perfectly. If you have a side hustle, if you're doing some extra that you're passionate about, I need to clean perfectly. I need to cook perfectly. It ain't gonna happen. You have to get out of that mindset. I wanna read something to you real quick because this also this also goes into our faith, right? Because we can try and we can strive every single day to be perfect, but no matter how hard we try, We are not Jesus, and he was the only one that's ever been perfect. We are imperfect, flawed human beings. I don't mean flawed as in we need fixed and there's something wrong with you. I'm just saying flawed as in we cannot be perfect. It's impossible. We are not Jesus. We are not Christ. So even in our faith, no matter how perfect we try to be in our faith walk, it's not going to happen. But guess what? In our failures, in the times we sin, what does that do? It helps us lean on and depend on Christ even more. It makes sure that we're understanding that we can't lean on ourselves, that he's actually the foundation of what we need to lean on. So Romans three twenty three, everyone has sinned and fallen short of God's glorious standard. Everyone, even the most righteous looking person or sounding looking person, they fall short of the glory of God. They fall short on his glorious standards. Like they'll never achieve it. And when you have that in your head, it doesn't mean that we continuously keep messing up, right? That we continuously take advantage of God's grace. That's not what I'm saying. But you need to make sure you take the pressure off to do it all and be it all and be this perfect mom and wife and fitness fanatic and health nut and... You're perfect in your, in, your, in your faith walk and you're doing your Bible study time every single morning. You're never missing a beat and you're always doing everything perfectly. That is not going to happen. Take your mindset off of trying to be the perfect thing, trying to perfect everything and put your mindset on the perfect one, which is Jesus, okay? Place your eyes, place your ears, place your life on the perfect one and rely and lean on him because we are always going to fall short sis every single time and I don't mean that to be discouraging I'm just trying to make you make you take the pressure off your shoulders because you can't do it all all the time okay so that's that's my big secret I don't do it all there is always one basket that I'm falling short in in some way shape or form if I'm excelling massively at my health and fitness I guarantee you the house ain't perfect. I guarantee you, I'm not baking gourmet meals for my family every single night or baking goods for my husband every single night. Like that ain't happening. The laundry may be sitting in, in the washer and I may have forgotten to tra- switch it to the dryer. Like how many of you have done that where it sits in the washer for like three days because you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot it was in there. Like it, I'm, <laughs> there's going to be something that's falling short or if I'm, if I'm perfect on my mom life. My lace with grace ministry. I may be feeling like I'm slacking in my lace with grace ministry. We're not going to be able to be perfect at any everything all the time. There may be one thing that you really excel at. Don't get me wrong, you're still not going to be perfect in it. So just have that mindset. So what are some tips though? What are what are some practical tips? This is where I want to get you to get some pen and paper. And if you want to write down that verse, Romans three twenty three. Everyone has sinned and fallen short of God's glorious standard. Just have that in the back of your mind. Write that down. Put it in a post-it note and put it on your mirror somewhere, somewhere you're going to see it every day, or on your fridge because you know you're going to get in your fridge during the day, or in the kitchen because you know you're going to be cooking for your family. Post it somewhere where you will see it every single day so you don't forget you're not called to be perfect. You're called to lean on the perfect one, okay? So I have like five, five steps, five tips for you on how to practice discipline not necessarily on how to be perfect and perfect it all and do it all, but how to practice discipline. Because discipline is a catalyst for so many aspects and so many areas of our life. And I truly believe that discipline can truly transform not only our hearts and our minds and our bodies, but our life. It truly can transform our relationships. Discipline is so important. So I want to give you these five practical tips that you can start implementing today. So get out your pen, get out your paper. If you're driving, don't do that, okay? Don't do that. Don't get out your notes on your phone. You just wait to go, go back and listen to this, this episode later on and you just wait for that um, and just go ahead and take notes later, okay? You need to be safe. Anyways, number one, plan. Some of these are gonna seem so practical, like so, duh, Kelsey, like why, why would I not do that? But plan, and what do I mean by that? <laughs> you can excel if there is no plan. If, you have no, if you're running aimlessly, and what you're doing for your fitness, for your for your mom life, for your for your wife life, for the house cleaning, for appointments, if you're just running aimlessly and you have no plan whatsoever with your nutrition, how in the world do you expect to be disciplined in that? We can't just fly off the seat of our pants at all times like that 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 can happen every once in a while, yeah, right? We do that as moms. We have to adjust. we have to we have to pivot, so to speak. But I'm talking about having a plan in place where you can adjust or pivot if you need to, but just a roundabout plan. So you have an idea of what your workouts are gonna look like. What workouts are you doing? When are they going to happen? What are you having for meals throughout the week? What are you having for snacks throughout the week? Are you grocery shopping ahead of time? Or are you not grocery shopping and you're doing it a couple times a week or you're running through the drive through all the time because you don't have enough food on hand at home because you didn't prep, you didn't plan, you had no plan to look at, no plan to go by, and then you're flustered and frustrated because you feel like you're feeling your nutrition plan ahead of time nip that in the butt just plan ahead of time right bible study when you're having your jesus time when you're going to open your bible when you're having your devotional time when you're praying plan that out like an appointment like you would have planned out any other appointment with your doctor with a boss any meetings you may have plan out that meeting time with jesus mine personally is right in the morning when i get up f- about five thirty a.m I am not always happy about it when I begin, trust me, I am not a morning person, so I'm not always happy about it. So right in the morning when I get up, I get my coffee, I go sit on the couch, I curl up with a blanket, I get my Bible open, I read my devotional with whatever devotional we are reading and studying in with Laced with Grace, um, I do some of my Bible study fellowship devotional stuff that I'm doing, that's my personal Bible study that I'm doing, have a plan. There are so many resources and tools that you can utilize. By the way, BSF is Bible Study Fellowship. It's an online thing that I'm doing. You can do it in person too, but online works much better for me as a mama. Um, but it breaks everything down scripturally, story based, everything in the Bible so, so well. And you're studying very small segments of scripture. So helpful. I will actually link their website in the show notes. So if you, if that, if that's something you would like to do to strengthen your faith and, and dive a little bit deeper into scripture and understanding the Bible and understanding scripture, that would be a great resource for you. Secondly, the Bible app is completely free on any. I don't know if um like Samsung or any other or Android has the Bible app. I'm pretty sure that they have to right. But the Bible app um, on iPhone is completely free. And there are tons of plans in there, like specific plans. If you need if you need something for anxiety or depression or um, mom life or marriage or relationships or anything, anything that you are struggling with, fear, um, shame, there's just, oh my gosh, there's so joy, so many biblical plans on scriptures, on how to, you know, devotionals every day that you can follow. That is a way you can plan your Bible time, right? You know what you're doing. You know when you're doing it. Mark it on your calendar like a meeting with anyone else, with your boss, with your doctor, whatever it is. Just have that meeting be with Jesus. That's your meeting time with Jesus, so plan that out, okay? Calendars are great. Planners are great. By the way, speak, this is a side note, squirrel. Um, I am currently working on, and I need to find a better name for this. I've told my Lace with Grace Girls this, but I am currently working on a planner devotional fitness tracker combined all in one. I haven't figured out an exact name for it quite yet, but I am, I am working on getting this done and published. I'm trying to do it in the next couple months to have it published on Amazon, ready for you to purchase. Because I feel as though we have, you know, we have a devotional, we have planners, we have schedulers, we have calendars. We want to be able to keep track of our fitness. But we don't want another journal for that. Like There's so many journals, so many notebooks. How cool would it be to have all of that in just one spot? And I just I felt like God placed it on my heart, and it, He was like, like this could be such a great tool for people. They'll have scripture every day for them, right front and center. They'll be able to track their fitness journeys. You can explain to them, you know, how it is so important to treat your, your body as a temple and a gift and cra- from Christ and, and all of that. So, I am currently working on that. So, be ready for that. I am so excited to share that with you. So excited to get that published. But that'll be a great way to keep things like planned out and scheduled too. So that's number one is plan tips on how to be more disciplined and to practice discipline in all areas of your life is first you need to have a plan so plan for nutrition plan for your workouts plan for your jesus and uh, bible study time right number two start small and stop trying to do everything all at once like if you are if you are not disciplined in any area when it comes to your health and fitness especially or with your bible time yet sis Start small. Why are you trying to why are you trying to do a whole 180 or a whole 360 when you've not you've not implemented any of this yet? Start very small. Go for a go for a 10-minute walk every day. If you've not worked out worked out for like years and years and years and you try to go to the gym for 2 hours a day or an hour a day every single day, you're going to burn yourself out. Gradually work up to that. Or if you have not followed any kind of nutritional plan or not ate clean at all and you switch from having fast food every day and Hot Pockets every day or um, Eggos, waffle Eggos, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not hating on any of those things, but just bear with me. Like, if you go from all processed foods and then you're trying to eat kale and broccoli every single day, do you think that that's going to go well for you? Stop trying to, to do a whole 360 or a whole 180 all at once. Start small. If you have three Cokes a day, have one. Okay, that's starting small. If you have never worked out, like I said, go on a 10-minute walk for like three times a week. Work your way up to 20, then 30, then maybe start jogging. Maybe maybe get a gym membership then. Like start small, and this will go into my next one. But habit stacking, this is number three. Pick two to three things you want to accomplish that day. So instead of trying to conquer it all, pick a couple of things on your list when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to your faith walk, when it comes to mom and when it comes to wife and pick two to three things that you like this is a priority, this has to get done. And then once you accomplish doing that every day, those two to three things out of your 5000 things to do as a mom or your 5000 things to do as a woman, like we all wear different hats. It doesn't matter if you're a wife, if you're a mom, or if you're single, we there's so many hats that we wear, right? So, pick two to three things and then build on that from there because Once you start accomplishing those two to three things, your confidence is going to skyrocket and you're going to be like, okay, I can do this. Like, I can start doing something new. I can implement one more thing. Instead of implementing a thousand things all at once and being really pumped and excited at the beginning and then being completely burnt out by just the end of the week, like, stop doing that to yourself. Why are you doing that to yourself, right? Habit stack, that's what that's called. So two to three habits or things that you absolutely need to get done off of your list. And then add one the next week. Or do it for two weeks and then add one the, the, the third week, the fourth week, right? And then just keep adding from there. It'll help build your confidence to know that you can accomplish those things. It'll also make sure that you don't hit burnout, okay? And that's, that's in everything. That's in mom life. That's in wife life. That's in your, your workouts and your nutrition and your Bible study time. And that Jesus, Jesus uh, one-on-one time. And I I call it lots of different things. I call it my quiet time. I call it my mama alone time. I call it my Bible study time, but it's just a time where you're taking in, taking in scripture, taking in his word, being fed spiritually, praying to him, spending time with him. We can spend time with him all day long, right? I mean, I spent time with him on my walk or on my run this morning at 5am. And I'm also spending time with him this afternoon in my Bible. And I've been talking to him while I was baking. Like you can spend time with him all day long. But there needs to be a specific time where you just have just that very quiet, personal, one-on-one time with him where you can be, your, your mind can be quieted, your, your spirit. And I know it's hard as a mom because even when I get up at 530, sometimes my, my autistic son, Dexon is up right with me or even John is up with me. And so it's hard to have that very quiet, alone, peaceful my ears are open to hear you. My eyes are open to see you. Like, give me, give me whatever you need me to hear today, Lord. Give me whatever you need me to see today in scripture. Um, just feed me in however you think is, is well and fit for today. What do you need from me? Like, there needs to be that time. And I, I can tell you there's been such a huge difference in my life when I haven't had that time and when I do make that a priority. So that is for everything. So number four. So we've had number one, plan. Number two is starting small and not trying to do everything all at once. Then number three is habit stacking, right? Picking two to three things that you want to accomplish that absolutely have to be accomplished and then adding on to those things. Number four, it's gonna seem kind of silly and it's gonna seem really simple, but it works. Set out your workout clothes the night before. Place your Bible on your nightstand. That's the first place you're gonna see when you wake up in the morning, right? Wherever, or put it in your bathroom, Put it in your bathroom right next to the toilet. Put it in your bathroom right on the counter because you're going to brush your teeth so you know and see, okay, that's the word. I need to get in it today. I need to spend time with Jesus first thing this morning or whenever you're going to spend time with it. If that's at nighttime, keep it by your nightstand so that you make sure that that's happening. Set out your workout clothes the night before and they're right there. You have no excuse on, on you know, well, I see them, but I guess I'm not going to do my workout. Like, it'll make you, make you think about, okay, I set them out for a reason. They're there for a reason. I have no excuse not to put them on. I'm just going to put them on and I'm going to go move my body. And along with this, place your alarm not right next to your bed. Put it across the room. Put it on your dresser. Put it on the floor across the room. Put it somewhere where you actually have to physically get up out of bed. If you want your workout time to be first thing in the morning, if you want that Bible time to be first thing in the morning, maybe you're an evening person. I don't know. I'm so I'm not naturally a morning person, but this is what I have found works best for me and my lifestyle with my kiddos. Even though Daxton is a very early riser, by the time evening hits after mom life has occurred, when I was a nurse and when I was newly married, I was an evening workout person. I didn't get up every single morning to work out and I didn't get in my Bible every single morning to start my day. As a mom, I feel like I need need some Jesus first thing in the morning. I need that patience. I need that peace. I need that joy. I need the fruits of the spirits on my life. Like it just needs to happen. So that needs to happen first thing in the morning. And it just helps me immensely with my mindset, with my mood, with my patience. Oh my gosh, it still has lots of work to be done, let me tell you. But it just helps to do it first thing now in my life. If you're an evening person, you can do these same things and utilize these same steps for your life too and wherever your lifestyle's at. So don't put it right next to your bed. Don't put the alarm right next to your bed. A lot of us use our phones for our our alarms, and that's fine because guess what? If your phone is across the room, you actually won't be on it late at night scrolling. So um, you probably could get more sleep and then you'll be able to get up in the morning. Just, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so that's number four. Workout clothes out, Bible on your nightstand or right where you're gonna see it first thing in the morning, and then also setting your phone or your alarm or whatever it is across the room where you have to actually physically get up. And then number five. You need to find a routine you love. This is not to say there are not going to be moments where you're like, oh my gosh, this workout? I don't want to do this, oh my word. And you're not going to get super whiny. I'm not saying that there aren't going to be moments like that. But in order for you to stay disciplined, in order for you to stay continuing in your journey, whether it's your faith walk, whether it's your fitness, whether it's your nutrition, you cannot do something that you absolutely hate. Now, am I super excited every single morning to open up my Bible, especially in the Old Testament, which is what I'm studying right now for BSF? Am I super pumped to read that first thing? No, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not. But guess what? That discipline is going to build and you're gonna start to crave that time more and more and more and more. And I truly am at the point now where I crave opening my Bible When I'm craving other things of this world, when I'm craving food, when I'm craving um, attention from someone, when I'm craving other things of this world, I'm able to go to my Bible and that's something that fulfills me right now and should for the rest of my life, but there are obviously times where I have struggled with that and that has not always been my answer. But I'm actually craving the word because it's became a discipline in my life. I've made sure that I'm not just doing a devotional, I'm actually getting in my Bible and trying to hear what he has to say to me. Trying to see what he has to say to me. And a lot of times it's not life changing. But it's like, it's still, you're not going to have this, you know, uh, catastrophic every day it's going to be like a love letter written to you kind of thing. Where he's going to be speaking to you deeply into your soul. It's not going to be like that every single time. Just like your health and fitness journey. Like your run or that lifting workout you're doing or that Tabata or what that HIIT that workout you're doing. Maybe one of your, mo- your least favorite exercises and you're like, oh my gosh, not today. But after you do it, how freaking good are you going to feel? How much is your confidence going to grow in just that moment because you showed up even when you didn't want to and you weren't motivated, but you were disciplined? It's not about motivation. It's not about all the good feel-feels. It is about discipline. Because when you are disciplined, that just builds and builds and builds and builds and blessings are poured out from that. I'm telling you what, you will never regret, you will never regret doing a workout, you will regret not doing it. You will regret not doing it because it, in the back of your head, that's going to start putting a little voice in your head saying, well, you didn't show up today. You didn't. I told you you wouldn't show up, you didn't show up. And that's just going to get more defeating and more defeating and more frustrating and you're just going to give up and that's not what you want. So show up when it's not exactly what you want to do, but overall, find a routine that you actually enjoy. Find something. If you don't like running, don't start with running, obviously. If you hate dancing and you're like, oh my gosh, never, don't do a dancing program, don't do your hip-hop class at your local gym. Like, don't do that. Like, Or whatever Zumba or whatever whatever classes they may be having. If that's not your jam, don't do that. Do something that you actually know that you're going to stay consistent with and want to show up for initially, okay? Because it'll help you stay more, more in your routine and more consistent and more disciplined. And another thing I want to add to number five is find music you love. Oh, my gosh. Music changes the game for me. Like, I absolutely love running. I truly don't think, though, that I would love running as much if I didn't have music. And I, so on my social media sites, I have shared a couple different reels and videos and stuff of specific um, artists that I love listening to. Any, I used to listen to all hip hop, all rap. Obviously, in today's culture, uh, it's not the cleanest stuff. (laughs) And if you really listen to the lyrics, which I don't ever really listen to it for the lyrics. I've always listened to it because I love the beat. I love how it makes me feel while I work out, right? But if you listen to the lyrics, can really mess with our thoughts, really mess with our head, Um, and they are, it's not the cleanest thing, it's not exactly pure, and I'm not, I'm not harping that, because, girl, I love my hip-hop and rap, don't get me wrong, I love some of that 90s, like, oh my goodness, anyways, so, I love Snoop, like, (laughs) I'm not gonna lie to you, but... Christian rap and Christian hip-hop, oh my gosh. I just feel the Holy Spirit rushing through every single vein, every single atom, every single cell in my body when I am running and listening to Christian rap and hip-hop and during my um, weight workouts, weight and resistance workout trainings. So freaking good. So on Pandora, if you want to look at Andy Minio's station, KB, Zaytoven, Flame, There's other ones, if you look at any of my social media sites, I actually have on Instagram the very first um, reel that I have pinned to my page is a list of different, I'm dancing, and there's a list of different um, stations from Pandora that I love listening to concerning Christian rap and hip-hop that are clean, help you get in the right mindset when it comes to that time with the Lord in your your worship, through your movement, because that is worship. I don't know if you know that, but exercising and moving your body is worshiping to the Lord because you're taking care of your temple and it honors him because you're honoring your body. So it gets you in that mindset and the Holy Spirit, oh, it is just hot when you're listening to this kind of stuff. So definitely check that out. So those are my five tips on how to practice discipline in multiple areas of your life that will be like a catalyst to so many things and helping you achieve the things that you're trying to accomplish without doing it all and being perfect all the time because that's not what it's about. We want to strive at all times to be perfect, not to actually be perfect, but to be more like Jesus, right? So this is a scripture I wanted to bring up to you too at the very end here is Philippians 3, 12. It's not that I have already reached this goal or have already become perfect, but I keep pursuing it Hoping somehow to embrace it, just as I have been embracing, been, sorry, just as I have been embraced by the Messiah Jesus. So, one more time Philippians 3 12. It's not that I have already reached this goal or have already become perfect, but I keep pursuing it. Hoping somehow to embrace it just as I have been embraced by the Messiah Jesus. Ooh, that's so good. So write that down. Post that on a sticky note somewhere that you're going to see it every day. Because it's not that we're striving to be perfect, but we keep pursuing it because of how we've been embraced by the Messiah Jesus, we want to be more like him every day, right? We want to be more like him and he is perfect. We're never, we're, we are not going to be perfect, but we are to and we are called to continue pursuing being more like him every day, right? So practicing discipline, pursuing being more like Jesus every day and pursuing becoming the very best version of ourselves every single day. But we, are not, we need to take the pressure off of trying to do it all, getting it all done, looking like we do it effortlessly because it's not effort. I promise you, if it looks like that on social media, you need to know anyone that you follow on social media, including myself, it is not effortless. There is something that everyone is dropping the ball in somewhere, okay? I just don't share that all all the stinking time because I don't want you to get. Like, my job is to encourage you. Like, I want to be encouraging. I want to be inspiring. I want God to use me and that and you be motivated um, by Him through me, right? I want you to be motivated, Him using me to motivate you and inspire you, not because of me, but because of Him. But I don't want to discourage you. So I don't share all. I mean, I try to share and be as real as possible with you without, you know, spreading my dirty laundry around. Like, I don't want to do that. But you need to know that anyone you find on social, anyone that you look up to, they're dropping the ball somewhere, sis, because we are not perfect. We are not. So take that with you today. I hope that was helpful. I hope you were able to take some notes and to just keep these in the back of your head. Like some of them probably seem super simple, but they are, a, they can be a catalyst to becoming more disciplined and practicing that discipline in your life. Lastly, if you are not in my Lace with Grace community, sis, concerning discipline, and you want to be, the link in my bio and any of my social media sites, you can join today for free. And what exactly is Lace with Grace? Lace with Grace was developed and Christ placed it on my heart to host, to help women become more disciplined in their faith and in their fitness. That does not mean I'm a pro. I am growing right alongside you in that journey too. I am growing every single day right alongside you because I am not a pro. I'm no professional. um, I don't have any like crazy titles I'm not a life coach or anything like that I am just a sister in Christ working alongside you growing in my faith growing in my fitness growing in my discipline too it's a place where it's a non-judgmental compassionate loving environment where we hold each other accountable to showing up in our devotionals each day and showing up in our fitness journeys each day and if you are not in there yet and you want to be come check it out the atmosphere and the energy and the positivity and the love is just extreme. And I am just so passionate and so excited to see what, who and what God continues to change and how he transforms our hearts in this community. So come check us out. I will also link it in the show notes for you. I hope you have a blessed Wednesday. Hopefully I'll talk to you Friday.